Alright, this is an experiment. Whoa. Don't get too close. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna have a conversation over here, and you guys are allowed to listen to it if you want to. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 64 of From the Van. It's a podcast from my van where I have conversations with people who have relationships with residential vehicles. I'm your host, Marty Benson, and today's episode features Chris and Taylor Allen, also known as the Adventure Allens on Instagram. Uh, I met these guys at a Fiesta Island event in San Diego a couple of years ago, and I've been trying to catch up with them, and we've been sort of passing each other in our travels and whatnot over the last couple of years, and then the coronavirus happened, so I was super fortunate to find them at Tiny Fest California uh, this May, um, just on their return from Baja. We recorded this live in front of um, somewhat of an audience, and the amplification was a huge technological nightmare last year. I think it went a little bit better this year. Uh, I think everything's pretty intelligible. I had a great conversation with them, and I tried to keep this episode kind of short uh, just because we were in front of an audience and I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy this episode, and I look forward to catching up with these guys on the road and recording a more in depth, longer episode with them somewhere in the future. Please. Enjoy episode 64 of From the Van, featuring the Adventure Allens. Chris and Taylor, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, let's talk about van life. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, I learned something about you like a couple of minutes ago, actually, that I didn't know before, which is you used to live on a boat. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> we were trying to save money living in San Diego, so Chris bought a boat off of Craigslist. Okay. And then we li we did a liveaboard in a marina. Do you sail? No, we <laughs> just kept it there. <laughs> it was like an RV park for us. Okay. But we weren't supposed to be living on it. Oh. So that's why we got the van to did go get, other places. Did you get evicted? You get kicked out? You get caught? Mm -hmm. We got warnings, uh -huh. questions. A lot of questions, a lot of questions. And he was just like, hey, I see you fobbing in every day uh, around 4 a.m. I was a security guard. I get off work late. And then um, I was like, yeah, I, I just like to clean it. So I told him for like months, every day that I was cleaning the boat. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. What yeah. what do they think is happening with these boats? I mean, people are living on all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. People were living on all of them, but they were in the process of getting rid of that. Like, okay. Not letting everybody do it anymore. I see. And then we just showed up brand new, like new new kids on the block, uh -huh. the youngest people on the block, right? Like just out here living on it. And they were, like, I think a year later after we got the boat, they started to. No, a year and a half later, they did renovations. They kicked everybody out. This was right, right before, right after we sold the boat. Yeah, right after we sold the boat, they were kicking everybody out, and then they were they were going to allow certain people to come back. They weren't going to allow everybody to come back. What? How, so, what was the selection process? We don't know. We sold it before. That. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we don't want to be a part of it. I'm actually so curious. We're not going to get to your van at all. I'm so <laughs> curious about this. What is yeah. a... Okay. Uh, wh what is a van? I mean, uh, uh, what is a boat that you don't need to sail go for? Uh, so it was a yacht, and it originally, Fancy. yeah, but we got it half off because it had a blown engine. Okay. So, but you weren't going to use it for that purpose anyway. Correct. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, all right, works for us, yeah. and 
and we turned it around once in the whole like year and a half uh -huh. we had it yeah crazy that was it. and we turned it back somebody was like hey it'll be warmer if you turn it around like warmer just, yeah because the sun raises up it'll come into the bedroom oh okay or whatever he's like oh yeah you're right and then we was like all right we'll turn it back around yeah like, yeah interesting um how long were you in san diego before you decided to go on this boat excursion standing still boat excursion uh two years for me and then chris was in the navy he had just gotten out of the navy okay so he was maybe year four almost yeah <laughs> we were like we love san diego why leave yeah how long have you guys been married it'll be four years at the end of this year okay and we've been together for five yeah give it up <laughs> give it up for successful relationships we love them Hashtag Tinder. <laughs> no shit, really? Yeah. We met on Tinder. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you you turn the boat around once and then you sell it. Um, and then are you straight into the van from there? Or, okay. How's we, that happen? We sold it while we were out on a trip. Okay. In the van. In the van. You had the van before you got rid of the boat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. And we were just out with Puppy Chief and... Um, he called us and he was like the boat has been sold and we were like okay guess we gotta head back to get the check oh nice <laughs> and we were like oh did you still have stuff in the boat no okay we had moved out but we weren't we hadn't said to each other okay we're about to live full-time in the van uh -huh. it just we sold the boat one day and we were like okay this is where we are now this is it we thought about it but it was it happened quicker than what we expected yeah we were like oh Okay. Was that um, was that disruptive at all, or you just sort of rolled with it? We just sort of rolled with it. We had been doing longer stints in the van than the boat. Okay. So we were like... Kind of already acclimated to the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about your uh, your van. What's going on in there? Hey, guys. How are you? You have two dogs and a bunch of like rec recreational gear on top of it right yeah yeah all the outside stuff is outside that's what we like to say. Oh, okay. all, all of our outdoor equipment whether it's workout equipment dog food usually we feed the dogs outside uh -huh. all of our all of our camping gear all of this outside up top we're in the cargo carrier in the back bikes are in the front yeah and then uh so inside open concept you have the bed right there in front of the slider door mm -hmm. and then it turns into a couch Okay. And then in the back side is where you have the kitchen. Our our fridge is chest out, but it doubles as a countertop. Okay. So then we're able to like cook, prepare our food o o over there. And your kitchen like, is in the back of your van. Yeah, by the back door. That's unusual. Oh yeah, yeah. We we like it that way. We did it that way um, because there's a wall there. The couch used to be there, but we didn't want to just look at the wall. Okay. And the kitchen being the in the back, it makes loading groceries easier and water. There you go. So I actually I, I do the same thing. Like when I go to the grocery store, I I pop my back doors open. And my bed's back there, so I throw my groceries onto the bed. That makes tons of sense. I should have done it the other way, you guys. And we can walk out of the back door, the side door, and the front door in oh, our layout. Oh, you've got tons of... But does the, does the couch, the bed has to be in couch mode to do that? I'm just crawling. Wait, crawl. Okay. But it, it makes it easier for the dogs, because we have two large dogs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you guys... Uh, how long have you been in the van? So we've had it for, it'll be four years in September. Okay. When um, did you sell the boat? 
2018. Okay. We've, we've, so we've been like at least part time since then, and we've taken a few breaks to work, you know, COVID. <laughs> and yeah, but we've been full time on and off for like almost four years. Nice. In the same van. Yeah. Is are you getting tired of it? We want to go bigger. You want to get a bigger van. You're we want a bus. Oh, okay. But you don't have any desire, like you're not over the mobile lifestyle. Okay. No. You just want to get into a bus so that just you got a little bit more space. Be more comfortable, yeah. Okay. Because we travel a lot slower, and it'll be easier to just park on some land one day. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love. I did a really fast trip a couple of years ago, and then last year I did a trip where I I traveled like thirty miles a day, and it felt way better. Yeah. yeah. You guys just got back from Baja, right? Yes. How long were you down there? Eight weeks. All right. It was it was pretty awesome. We drove all the way down to Total Santos this time. How far is that? Well, like 18 hours from here. It's 18 hours south. Yeah. Yeah, that's way far. That's a big wave spot, but I like didn't know where it was geographically. Yeah, it's 45 minutes north of Cabo. Yeah. Oh, it's way down there. Yeah, 18 hours is a lot. Um, what were you doing down there? Um, mostly just boondocking. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in I'm in school full time, so you know, getting getting schoolwork done, and then Chris works online as well. What are you going to school for? Uh, human development. Okay. And um, let's talk exercising. Let's talk working out. Muscles on the move. What's that about? Muscles on the move is an online fitness training program yeah. dedicated to tiny home dwellers. Yeah. Help, help them stay in shape. Accountable accountability system. Mm -hmm. We all ran on the app. We got food recommendations for your whole weekly layout, including ingredients on how to cook and prepare the food. Whether you're trying to gain mass, tone up, maintenance, performance, function, functionality, I'm your guy. Twelve years of experience having to stay fitness ready because I was a first responder. Whether I was a lifeguard, security guard, rescue swimmer, firefighter, EMT. All that kind of jazz and youth development, after school coach, swim coach, swim instructor. So, yeah, I've always had a background in fitness, even with like trying to stay fit while traveling, whether I was in the Navy or yeah. at a fire station. How long were you in the Navy? I was in the Navy for about four years. Okay. Yeah. And what did you do before that? I was a firefighter, EMT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy. Um, <laughs> and so you've got, you've got not only... And I was a personal trainer while I was in the Navy. Okay. While, while, while I was in the fire department. Yeah. But there's new... I didn't realize there's nutritional, like, advice on this thing, too. Oh, yeah. Abs are made in the kitchen. You know, abs are made in the I kitchen. I hear... I'm, I've, I've just turned 40, and um, I've never thought about my weight before. Uh -huh. But my metabolism has changed recently, yeah. and I'm starting to need to be cognizant of this stuff. And uh, that's the thing that everybody says, right? Is that, like, diet has as much to do with it as what you're doing. Yeah, diet and exercise. Well, like, you know, food food and exercise, food mm -hmm. and movement is nutrition. It's medicine. Yeah. Super helpful. Um, so what, what, what did you sort of have to cater to the, like, 
the process of uh, fitness in a tiny living situation. Like that's sort of your niche, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's basically the, the kind of equipment to use. What okay. would be best for anybody that was like, hey, I just want to get started right. on this fitness journey. And we tried out resistance bands for over a year. We tried out these fabric resistance bands that we now set up an affiliate program with because we truly believe in these bands and like, I mean, I look good, so like, and I, I, you know, I feel strong. And I, I, I've been using, training with this product for a while, so I, I fully stand stand behind it. And we believe that if you use these resistance bands and some calisthenic based exercises that I create through my programs, and you'll be able to accomplish whatever goals you're trying to do. You want to get a bigger booty, bigger full full body functionality. You just want to develop more core strength. Yeah, I would definitely like a bigger booty. Big booty lifestyle. <laughs> eight weeks. Eight week program. Oh, yeah. Check it um, out. So, what's the? Is there any other equipment, or can you do it just with these bands? It's and, just with these bands, like yeah. uh, resistance bands and then booty bands. Mm-hmm. So you can strengthen all these. It's very important being in the lifestyle that we're in to train your lower back, to train your lower your lower body, lower back, and core. Why is that specifically for this lifestyle? You're always in a sitting position, whether you're like traveling, whether you're taking a break from driving. Or podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. Yeah. It's actually not healthy to sit longer than uh, two hours without moving around Mm -hmm. for at least 15 minutes. So, yeah, it's, and I come, yeah, it's very good to just, you know, stretch out that lower back because you're actually bending your your whole body in half when you sit. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, well, let's go back a little bit. You guys are mm-hmm. from Georgia, is that correct? Are yeah. you both from Georgia? No, she's from Alabama. Okay. And I'm from Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always ask this, this is my favorite question to ask everybody. Is it like, you've been living in full time in a van. Before that, you were in a boat. Uh, what do your, what does your inner circle feel about that? Your friends and family and stuff? Oh. Have you alienated yourself? Did they ble- they think you're doing the right thing? Yeah, so when it first happened, it was a whole, like, homeless yeah. kind of vibe that they, they were getting. But then our because of technology and social media and FaceTime, and, uh, we were able to, like, FaceTime some of our close friends, and they were able to see it. And, and sometimes they would come see it in person. It was like, oh, this is big. You know, we had a king-size bed on the boat. It was 32 feet long. Okay. So. It, it wasn't super small. Like we said, it was a boat, but technically it was a yacht. Yeah. And yeah, so I, with the whole picture with Taylor, I was like, "Yeah, you have your own room." Like mm-hmm. I, she was like, "Okay, cool, sign me up." Like so, with that, that was cool. And then as time progressed, they knew we were more serious about it, and like uh, it wasn't just a phase, like part of life. And now, like they're like, "Oh, you guys gonna get a bus next?" Or they'll like send us a, a profile of somebody, be like, "Oh, like hey, you know this person?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, like we're about to meet up with them today or something." Yeah, cool. They're sort of you won them over by yeah. thriving, right? I mean, yeah, you, could take, you could be in school yeah. in Mexico, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, like when the pandemic first started with the uncertainty, one of my friends he texted me, he was like, "Yo, you've been prepared for this your whole life." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of like. We're like not paranoid doomsday preppers, right? We just, yeah, yeah. We did it for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you get the bus, what's next? What, what are you going to add in there that you don't have 
in your van? What is your van not providing for you that, that makes you want to get a bigger bigger vehicle? Um, more space, to mm-hmm. be honest, because we have 60 square feet of space. And, and like, and it's, we don't care about stealth. So we're like, let's just live in a bus yeah. <laughs> with like a sick roof rack and like tons of solar roof deck, like a table on the outside. It doesn't, the stealth doesn't matter anymore. Uh-huh. And yeah. 200 square feet of like living space on the road. That's a fucking mansion, dude. I yeah. was like, that's a mansion. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. And my mom wants to come visit. She wants to travel with us on the road. So we want no guest way. space. You yes. did win her over. She's <laughs> yeah. like, I want to I wanna participate. Mm-hmm. That's I, awesome. I sent her pictures and she's like, whoa, it looks like that? You're camping for free? Okay, sign me up. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hi, Bree. Uh, you bring up a really interesting point because I, I actually thought about this when you drove up the other day. Um, you have two bicycles on the front of a sprinter <laughs> van, and I did I I took a lot of painstaking measures to make my van look stealth because I like being in cities sometimes, and uh, the idea of just completely letting that go <laughs> is really it's kind of sexy. You know what I mean? Like not wor- not having to worry about the concept of stealth at all. What do you guys do? Where do you? I mean, you've been in Baja, where sort of anything goes, I suppose. But like, what do you do in in the states to make that sustainable? Um, so we would blame Baja for saying for the reason why we were like stealth doesn't matter. Um, our roof rack was um, made and it was made well, but for a great price, and we can carry everything so we stay mostly in we visit family and we'll park in the driveway (laughs) and then we also just do free camping on um, BLM land Bureau of Land Management we've gone to really good spots so and we can still fit in national parks so we drive it pretty much all over so what's happening this summer where are you headed next we're headed to descend on La Sierra and it's like northern northern central california yeah when is that i didn't know about that it's at the end of this month may 28th okay. yeah maybe i'll see we're hosting a workout we're doing a workout oh hell yeah muscles on the move yeah that's great <laughs> yeah why, why aren't you doing that at this event where's the different audience okay i see i see i see yes and then descend on bend in uh, on in Bend, uh-huh. and it's in September. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. We'll oh, be there. So you get to move slow between those two places because that's probably <laughs> six hours of driving that you have to do in three four months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of hot springs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cliff jumping for this adrenaline junkie. Yeah, you know, chilling with the dogs. Nice. Um, how big is a cliff? At least thirty-five. At least thirty-five feet. Okay. Minimum. What's a big one? Uh, big ones are like you know eighty. You know that's when it gets dangerous, like eighty feet. Uh huh. I'm gonna do the small ones. Yeah, I'm scared thinking about this. Eighty feet. What What happens when it goes bad? It's bad. Bad is bad. <laughs> Have you gotten a proper injury doing this? No, I gauge it out. You know, I, I watch other people go because I'm a little bit heavier. So then, I, and I, I always swim down to like see how far deep mm-hmm. I can go. So I always gauge it. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to jump on this one. I am going to jump on this one. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you make calls. 
Okay. Um, well, just in terms of like uh, wisdom for living on the road, um, I think that it's really cool that you guys are like primarily boondocking in in BLM land and and down in Mexico and stuff. Is there is there anything that bothers you about this lifestyle? Nah, it's uh, not, nothing that bothers me about it. Uh, what I'm growing to like now is the community aspect for yeah. the like-minded people to gather and because it's, it's like YouTube, Instagram, and a blog on steroids. Like with just all the niche-specific information that you can gather in in one sitting for just all these random beautiful souls to collect and exchange. So it's cool. I've been really taken by to that point. I've been really taken by how giving and supportive everybody is in this crowd you know what i mean i feel like there's somebody on the internet you can just reach out to them and they will participate with you you know yeah speaking of community like our, our friend narcy just showed up and we crossed with him down well we hung out with him down in baja Mexico. okay yeah that's that's what's so cool you can like meet up with people on the road be like hey let's go let's go meet me at this event yes and then they show up and you're like yes nice so, did you do caravanning while you were down there you, yeah you traveling yeah. with other people we we did the beta run for our caravan it was called the baja blast and it's it was uh we crossed first and we collected like-minded people into a group chat and if you if you knew somebody wanted to go that really wanted to go didn't want to go by themselves strength in numbers come come with us we we went down first we sent everybody coordinates of where we camped at. We was like, hey, camped here, didn't die, super safe. Yeah, <laughs> the food is good food, here. Food is by. good here, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then we hung out in one spot for like three weeks, waited for everybody to show up. Nice. Like 10 rigs from like, you know, four Pro Masters, two Sprinter vans, uh, two school buses. One school bus that was 35 feet long, another one was 26 feet. And shout out to the Bacon Rebellion. Yeah, the Bacon Rebellion. What is the Bacon Rebellion? The, it is Erin and Joe Bacon. Um, she makes pizza over the campfire. Yeah. And oh. it is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's it was a lot of just having fun around the campfire. Yeah. Discussing future plans like at night. Everybody's schedule pretty much lined up. Me and Narcy would have like breakfast together on his breaks. Mm -hmm. I would bring him lunch if I made too much. Like it was just, it was always awesome. And then Chris's birthday just happened to fall on the little caravan. And Antoinette. And Antoinette's. Yeah. We celebrated a few birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Ask a question. I'm going to just repeat that question so that it's uh, coming through on the recording. You said, how is it, uh, has, has it been for you in terms of gas prices? And availability of fuel. Was that difficult in Mexico? Um, it's a, no, it wasn't. Um, You're diesel, yeah? Yes, we okay. are diesel. So it, the availability wasn't the problem. You just had to plan accordingly. It was like a six hour gap. 
but you fill up right before the gap. Yeah. Um, and in terms of prices, gas was pretty expensive in Mexico. Oh. Um, but it's the same price as it is here in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And food's a lot cheaper, so it balances out. Um, gas is a lot cheaper on like where I'm from in like Mississippi, Alabama, but that's not where we travel. Whenever I whenever I travel across, because I grew up in South Carolina, whenever I travel across the country, I find myself every quarter tank I refill because it gets as you go west it gets more and more expensive more so and more. As, I'm just like oh I'm down to three quarters of a tank I'm refilling again You're like, I'm, let me refill before I get to California let me refill in Arizona yeah and then we use gas buddy a lot the app the wind it shows it shows you the cheapest gas in the area. Yeah. I'm going to download that right now. And you can Come zoom it, yeah. in on the like highway that you're traveling and just like plan accordingly. Cool. Yeah, how I, I think that, that that's an interesting question. What is the age range of people traveling by van? Um I've seen all ages. It runs the whole gamut, doesn't like, it? Like I've seen eighteen mm-hmm. to I don't I don't think it's a limit. It's just about what vehicle suits you best. Um, but I've seen everybody do it. People yeah. sell their homes and they're like, I'm in a van. And my mom wants to retire in six years and get like a Winnebago. Sprinter, I was about to so. say if I was gonna if I was gonna stereotype or generalize, I would say that generally speaking, older people are in larger vehicles. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I know I hung out with a woman yesterday who runs a company in San Diego. She's moving up to Bend soon. I think she's like 21 and she's building out vans professionally. Um, and so it, it runs the whole gamut, you know, like the that's a big that the snowbirds are like sort of the proto uh, van lifers. Yeah. Right. They've been they've <laughs> they, been living in they RVs taught us their ways. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they're very, they're very gas consumptive and inefficient. Sure. But school buses are, I feel like it's the cost efficient RV. You can get them built out by somebody. The gas mileage is a little bit better, but, and it's, and it's probably one of the safest vehicles to be on the road in. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because it's so huge. Because it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have from the school from the school districts. That's what we hear. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Before we wrap up, I I just have one more question, and, and that is, uh, do you have? I mean, I love the strength in numbers or safety in numbers concept in terms of like tra- traveling to places that may be a little bit less known. Um, do you have any other wisdom in terms of, I haven't taken my van to, I've been surfing down in Baja, uh, but that was like in other people's vehicles for a couple of days. I've never taken my van down there. What what does somebody need to know to make that work? Um, watch YouTube videos for sure, vlogs. Um, our friends, the Van Coops. They have an ebook about Baja and the exact coordinates, what you need to know, what you need to bring, what to do before. So you can, like, we at least know. Yeah, we went with the kooks first. Okay. Um, yeah, their caravan. They're in, on their caravan. We crashed um, Kevin's surf trip. This is a previous trip. In 2019. Okay. When we were like, oh, okay, Baja. And that probably gave you the confidence to do it on your own. And you guys were the leads on the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we were alone in Baja for like a few weeks at a time and we were like, okay, like 
it's safe enough. We can do this. It would be easier with people, but like, right. it was pretty cool. I mean, the dogs enjoyed it. It's very dog friendly too. Oh yeah, because there's no rules. No. <laughs> They're like, your Just dog's rules. on a leash? What's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well thank you guys so much for doing this. I think we'll call it there if nobody out here has any more questions. Um, thanks to Tiny Fest for letting us do this and for Jake Jars for the bog bus and the sound. Oh yeah, yeah. Appreciate, appreciate the, you. Appreciate the electrical support. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, thank you guys. And do one last plug. Like, Where can we find you on the internet? Um, you can find us at AdventureAllens.com. You can al also follow us at AdventureAllens on Instagram. Muscles on the Move for Chris on Instagram. Um, and then YouTube. We're starting to upload vlogs at Adventure the Adventure Allens. Great. Good deal. Thank you guys for doing this. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we did it. That was episode 64 of From the Van. I really appreciate Chris and Taylor sitting down with me and uh, having a conversation about their experience sort of migrating into van life through a stationary boat. I thought that was hilarious. Um, these guys are super fun to hang out with. I had a really good time just kicking it with them uh, over the weekend after we recorded this, before and after we recorded this podcast. And I look forward to running into them on the road. Um, I highly recommend following both of their accounts on Instagram. That is The Adventure Allens and Muscles on the Move. Uh, Chris is a very fit dude, but... Uh, I think one of the things that, not to put words in his mouth, one of the things that inspires me about him is his persistence. Dude is just doing it all the time. Um, and that's really cool to see. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around. If you're still here, there will be another episode next week. I don't know who it's going to be yet, but I uh, hope you tune in. Thanks for listening to From the Van. <laughs>